You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Last night and this morning while I was spending time with the Lord, there's so much things that's turning in my heart. And, uh, you know, um, I, I really, you know, sometimes I just feel like, God, why didn't you just call me as a teacher? You know, just you know, get my points ready, get my message ready, deliver the message, you know, and so I will be well prepared for every service, but God doesn't work with me that way. I'm much more a intuitive, you know, orientated. I really want to hear what God is saying in the moment, and I really want to hear and deliver. I want to hear what heaven says and deliver it the way that I receive it from the Lord. But, you know, just standing here and being here and you know, being connected to this ministry for many, many, many years and your pastors, I'm very excited to what I see and I experience. During the priests and uh, kings and priests conference, I, I just saw a vision of airwaves, you know, sound going out from the ministry and then I saw the hand of God pressing on the airwaves. And as he was pressing on the airwaves, I saw the glory of God being magnified. Between all those lines in the airwaves, those frequencies, I could see the more God pressed, the, the, the brighter it became. And the moment it became brighter, I could see the lines going further. And God said to me, I'm, I'm, I am expanding the reach of this ministry. And then God spoke to me and He, and he, and he really revealed much to me about what's happening in the spirit realm. Um, in this ministry at this time. What's been happening, what's happening now, where God is literally positioning this ministry. So because I'm, uh, you know, Pastor Alan, Apostle Alan is my brother. <laughs> He's like really my brother. <laughs> you know, and I, I've got the liberty just to share what's in my heart and what God is showing me uh, for this ministry. So I'm prophesying when I'm saying what I'm saying this morning. Um, we all in our individual lives, has got a purpose. We've not been put on this planet just to live our own lives. Jesus came to this planet to come and execute and do the will of the Father. And we've got each and every one of us our cross to pick up. We're responsible for this. We are responsible for our relationship with the Lord. So when we come to the Lord, we grow in the Lord. And of course, we mature in the Lord. And you know, we, you know, sometimes we've got a wind and someone has to pick us up and we have to burp it out. You know, and praise God for the people that you know, support us and help us through our journey. But uh, eventually we grow up and we say, listen, no, 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 no. I've got a purpose. I really have got a responsibility and I have to bring it to the table. Okay, and I, I don't get to choose my cutlery. God gets to choose my cutlery. God gets to choose the way the table is set up. I don't get to choose to, next to whom I'll be seated. God chooses that seat for me. I don't get to choose my audience. God gets to choose my audience. I don't get to choose my associations. God gets to choose my associations. And many times we will get some people in our lives that really, mm, I wish I could give them a piece of my mind. <laughs> but anyway, so we've got a purpose. And we will go through life and then we realize, but listen, uh, there's more to what God has called me for that I'm experiencing right now. It's the same with a ministry. It's just like more than what God, what God has called us for that what we are experiencing right now. 
And it's like a prologue before we go into an epilogue. It's just like a, a purpose, then there's a higher purpose. It's just like Jesus came and revealed the heart of the Father, showed God's heart in situations. I mean, He raised the dead, walked into a funeral, called out Lazarus, boom, made a... Lazarus was a friend, but then Lazarus, and I'll talk on that tonight. Lazarus was promoted from, French, from a friend to a real walking testimony. Purpose, high purpose. That's what God does. So as we are we faithful with the Lord, God says, okay, you, you walked in this faithfully, but now it's a time for upgrade. But before you get upgraded, you have to go through some stuff. Let's see if you're faithful. Let's see if you're going to hang in there. Let's see if we can get you more narrowed down in your focus. Let's see if you can get you more sharper than you were before. Because you want to hit the mark. I don't want to miss the target. When I get out of that boat, I've got bullseye. And so Jesus was revealing the Father's heart. But then He came to a place where He said, no, 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 the very reason I came for was go to the cross. So get behind me, Satan. <laughs> I'm not here for myself. I'm not here to serve myself. I'm not here to be comfortable. I'm not here to, to have a, a build my own way, build my own kingdom. I'm here to build the kingdom of my Father and establish the kingdom of my Father. It's not about me, it's about Him. So He was in His prologue and then all of a sudden He revealed His epilogue. I wanna say to you today, there are many people here, God is positioning you for that higher purpose. But then before we get there, you know, the Word of God says, a, a double-minded person cannot expect anything from the Lord. I don't know about you, but I've been confronted by God. Then I realized, but you, what's been in my heart here? There's been some double-mindedness here. And then I have to sift through the stuff. Then I have to confront these things in my life. And if I don't, I get derailed. I put things on delay. And I don't really release the sound that God is wanting me to release. I have to confront things. Without confrontation, there's nothing that will be sorted. If you want to fix things, confront things. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with others. Be honest with God. And God puts us in certain associations and God puts us in, in a spiritual family, ties, up, ties us up with our tribe for a purpose. So when God does it individually, He also does it corporately. Who's, who understands that God was quite on your case the last two, three years? Confronting things. I don't know that hoha was in me. And you have to deal with it. Why? Because God is wanting to take you higher. God has, is very determined to take this ministry to the next. 
was a prologue. There's an epilogue coming. You're already in that process. But the thing is, you have to go through the process. You have to stay faithful to the process. And while we are in the process, get, guess what the enemy does? He's full of schemes, man. He brings distraction. He brings temptation. Why are we in the race? What's the reason why we are in the race? Is it because we love Him? Because we understand we planted us? We understand what God is, is building within us? The thing is, we cannot go to the next if we don't pass the test. That's just the way it is. And it's just, you know, when you, when you, when you want to retrieve gold from the, from the soil, from the, from the ground, you take those rocks, they are unrefined. You break them down and you melt it all and the impurities burn up. And then the gold is seen. You cannot really start seeing and realizing what your identity is in Christ if you don't deal with impurities. You cannot, you cannot have impurity and identity as one because you will not see your... If you, if you compromise with purity, you compromise with identity. Which is the way it is. So if I want to become clearer... <laughs> in my identity with Christ, I need to deal with issues. I need to release them. I need to say, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm working with you with this. I'll go through the process. I will die, you will live. I'll become less, you'll become more. I will serve. I will submit. I know that you've started this process in my life. I'm not gonna jump out now. We cannot run after gifts. Praise God for the gifts. But they are there to encourage. They are there to edify. They are there to build you up. But you know, gifts doesn't have seed. Cannot reproduce. Fruits have seeds. They can reproduce. Love never fail, fails. Love is fruit it reproduces a tree without fruit Jesus walked to a, a fig tree and the fig tree didn't carry any fruit what did he do he just cursed it because you see he was looking at this it was out of season that fig tree could say hey hey come on now <laughs> I'm not in my season God says no I want you to carry fruit in season and out of season always you carry fruit you need to be ready always. You need always to be ready to forgive. You need always to be ready to submit. You need always to be ready to surrender. You need always to be ready to be committed. You need always to be ready to serve. Always, 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 always. See, gift is hello, thank you. I received the gift. You didn't, you didn't sacrifice for that gift. You just received it. But my, 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 you need to sacrifice for fruit. I'll become less, he'll become more. Here's the thing. Just be sure that you are where God placed you 
engage, put your shoulder to the wheel and run with your tribe. If this spiritual house is your tribe, you run with that tribe. Now I want to say this to you. I'm prophesying the whole time over you, yeah. I'm prophesying over the, every one of you. Prophesying over this house. God is rewarding this ministry for its faithfulness. You see, when God wants to move you forward, you need to deal with double-mindedness. You need to evict it. It, it, works the, that, it works that way in my individual life and it works that way in a corporate setting, in a corporate spiritual house like this. The leadership in this church, I want to say to you, God's about to reward you. God's about to hit your house, hit your family with great rewards. Every member in this church, and you're not a member, you're, I want to say you son, you are a daughter in this house. God's blessing is about to strike your family like never before. Why? Because God is taking this ministry to the next. The airwaves are filled with His glory. It's been a prologue. God is upgrading this ministry. And guess what? There's nothing the devil can do against it. Nothing. Nothing. I've been prophesying over you. I'm just delivering what I heard from the Lord myself. No one spoke to me. No one. I see God's compounded blessing upon this place. And I want to say to you, it's compacted. Boom, boom, boom. I need more space. Boom, boom, boom. Ah, I've got more space. Boom, boom, boom. This is what the Lord is doing. And you know what? The pressure is going to become more because the oil is coming, flowing out more. You want more oil, you need more pressure. And then I want to declare over this ministry, things are going to happen very fast. The next few months, the next few years is going to happen like quickly. Speed. The gifts of God is my inheritance. But the fruit that I reveal from the Holy Spirit in my life, where I sacrifice, where I give, where I am generous, where I serve, that's God's inheritance in me. That's just the way it works. That's kingdom. We can't just serve God for, his, for the gifts. We serve God because He's got an inheritance in us as well. Whew. I'm saying, I'm, tonight I'll be prophesying over people because I see leaders here, I see reward. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm just releasing that anointing on you tonight. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. So many people today are, have you received that? Are you okay? Amen. Who knows that the Lord is speaking to you? I'm just sensing again here. That's it. There's it. The glory is flowing. Glory is flowing. I see hearts opening up. (laughs) I'm feeling the draw. I'm feeling the draw. Amen. So many people have been serving God faithfully. Trusting God for the next in their lives and trusting God for what they've been standing in faith for for many, many years even. 
And today you are seated here and you're saying, but God, I've done all of this. When is this going to happen? But there's an alertness of expectation that is rising in your heart. It's just like, you know, you're on a brink of where Jesus is just standing in the room with you, standing in the secret place with you and His tangible presence is increasing in your life. And you know, He's starting to touch you in a special way. He's positioning you in a special way. Your posture is changing in the kingdom and you're experiencing a flow of God in your life that you've not experienced before. It's just like God said to three other angels that's never been in your sphere, get to uh, Joshua and Nikki's place and start ministering to them on another level. Start ministering and sending me and, 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 and proclaim my message over their life in a very clear way so that they will know that every step they take is filled with purpose and filled with destiny. We read an account in Luke chapter 14 in verse 1 to whatever. I'll read till what I'm done. Okay, one Sabbath day, Jesus went to eat dinner in the home of a leader of the Pharisees and the people were watching Him closely. There was a man there whose arms and legs were swollen. Jesus asked the Pharisees and the experts of religious law, is it permitted in the law to heal people on the Sabbath day or not? When they refused to answer, Jesus touched the sick man and healed and sent him away. Now Jesus asked them a question. No one's responding. The man that was sick, swollen hands, swollen, uh, swollen arms, swollen legs, uh, didn't answer him as well or didn't even speak to him, didn't ask him to pray for him. But Jesus looked at him and touched him anyway. Jesus came in and intervened anyway. I wanna say to you today, doesn't matter what's happening in your life today, because you were faithful, because you were standing in the gap, because you kept on doing what you needed to do as God has instructed you to do and you executed this faithfully, God is going to do it anyway. You're just gonna wake up the next morning and guess what? Your bonds will be filled. You're gonna wake up the next morning and you will see, but listen, I've been praying for God for this opportunity for so long. It's just happening one thing after the other and it's happening so quickly that your head will start swimming just like the book of Amos says because that's exactly the dimension that God is taking His people who was faithful for so many years, who accepted the impurities to be removed in their lives, who accepted the things that were double mind, bring double-mindedness into their, into their life and saying, listen, enough of this, I want oneness with God because those who are joined to the Lord He's one spirit with Him and people are engaging and shifting gears and saying, I'm picking up speed. I'm going much quicker than I've been going in the past because I know that God is accelerating everything in my life that He's been setting me up for. I'm telling you, there's speed coming. Ooh, you, you, you. You know, this man who had uh, swollen arms and swollen legs. Now, most Bible scholars agree that this man was suffering from dropsy. Dropsy refers to swelling under the skin and is generally known today as edema, edema. Or, yeah, edema, the area under the skin fills with fluid. <sighs> I have to catch my breath. Dropsy was a term used to describe generalized swelling and was synonymous to heart failure. The major underlying causes of dropsy are congestive 
heart failure. There may be another reason like your kidney is failing or your liver is failing or even malnutrition. But usually 90% of the time, people's arms and legs that swell as enema. It's heart failure. But spiritual heart failure is real in Christianity today. Many people's hearts are failing when they are looking at the challenge more than they are looking at God. We see examples of heart failure in the Bible. One of the best examples is found um, in... <laughs> before I'm saying that. <laughs> Why are people's hearts failing? Many reasons because of uh, uh, heart uh, spiritual heart failings in people's lives. Most Christians' hearts fail them because they are not anchored in the Lord in their secret place. They are, not, they are neglecting their secret place. Your secret place needs to be your most important place, especially in this time and in this hour. You need to put yourself aside. You need to get up early if it needs to be that way, but get more into His presence. The more you get into His presence, the more the other stuff will die that is not of God in your life. Many people's hearts are failing because they are just, you know, it's a religion. It's not a relationship anchored uh, to be seen rather than, you know, just being connected to God, wanting to be recognised, anchored in their wealth, anchored in their titles, anchored in their social standing in society. Now, Jesus sets the record straight right through Luke chapter 14. Everything happens in this Pharisee's house. He talks about humility. Don't jump into the most important seat. Wait till you are recognised by the people that invited you and may they sit you in the seat. Keep your head small and your heart big. Stay humble. <laughs> then he talks about people at the, he uses the parable of the great feast where Jesus talks to the people about don't make the manifestation of the promise your idol in your life. You've worked the Word, now the Word has manifested. Don't allow those oxen to take your time and, don't come and not come and sit at the meal, at the table with me and enjoy my presence. Not because you married a wife, now you don't have time for me. That's what he says in that same chapter. He also talks about the cost of being a disciple. Pick up your cross and follow me. Don't follow the noise, follow the sound of heaven. Follow my voice. Learn the art of hearing my voice and then executing my instructions. We see people's hearts are failing in Israel in the time of David. When Goliath challenged Israel's warriors, all of, me, all of the men's hearts failed them in Israel except for one. And his name was David. We see in 1 Samuel 17 verse 32, And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him, because of the giant. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. That's what David said to Saul. So David said to Saul, stop being in fear with for this Philistine. Understand while you were magnifying your kingdom, Saul, I was magnifying the Lord. Know that I was not in this just for the promise. I was in this for the adoration of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Saul, you need to understand while Israel was giving attention to the giant, I was giving attention to the Lord. 
Saul, Israel was giving attention to the threats while they were listening to the threats and being intimidated by Goliath. I was giving my attention to the covenant, what the covenant was saying for my life. While Israel was giving attention to noise, I was giving attention to the sound of heaven and that's the God of Israel. So I will not be intimidated by the giant. I wanna say to you today, don't be intimidated by your circumstances. God's gonna do it anyway. Whatever He started in your life, He will surely accomplish. He will surely finish. But you are saying today, but it didn't work out in the past. God is saying, don't, 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 don't compare your past with your future. Your future is filled with my presence. Your future is filled with destiny. Your future is filled with providence. Your future is filled with the way that I've already made for you. Understand who you are and whose you are. The Lord is our strength and our rock. Don't give. Saul, don't give me your armour. I don't need your armour. I'm trusting in the Lord. He will come through for us. Because I make Him so big in my life, He is bigger than Goliath. I magnify Him. Not my challenge. That's my (laughs) armour. How do we lose our strength in the Lord? Isaiah 4 verse 6 in the New Living Translation, the A part of the verse says, my people are being destroyed because they don't know me. That's just another level. So many people know about God, but do they really know God? How you are experiencing God, how you are creating, how are you creating your weight in God? Are you pressing through? Are you being tenacious? (laughs) Are you being determined? Are you being committed? Are you staying in a posture of serving? Are you staying in a posture of being humble? Because those who humble themselves before the Lord, yes, God will lift them up. Self-promotion is evil. God-promotion is powerful. We're not called to promote ourselves. Allow God to lift us up. Allow God to be the one that gives us and allow us to experience the wind of heaven below our wings so that we can rise up like an eagle and have His perspective in our lives. We don't get destroyed because of a lack of information or education in the Word. We get destroyed because of a lack of knowledge that can only be retrieved through intimacy. Now let's get back to the man quickly. Oh, my time's up. Now, this man was standing there in Jesus' presence. He didn't ask Jesus to pray for him. But that guy was clogged up. I mean, many Christians are clogged up. He needed some toxins out of his body. And so his extremities were heavy. What did Jesus do? He says, The enemy has tried to limit you. The enemy has tried to take away your movement. The enemy has tried to bind you up. You don't need to be in the seemingly important people's house tonight. You just need to be in my presence. It's in my presence that things happen. So Jesus touched him. And guess what? 
he was unclogged. And Jesus gave him back his grip. Jesus is restoring your grip. Jesus gave him back his speed. He could use his legs again. God is giving back your speed. <laughs> Jesus gave him back his strength. He revitalized him. Because you see, he will give you back your youth. Come on now. And you will run and not be weary. <laughs> you will reach your destiny exactly how He's planned for you before time began on this earth. God is with you. Jesus is going to have His way in your life anyway. Just stay faithful. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, family. Love you much.